Hello, everyone. This is Debbie Happy Cohen. You're listening to the Sassy Southern Yankee podcast. Started it a couple months ago, and um, it was just about a week and a half or two before the corona started. And when we started self-quarantining, I invited my dear friend Michelle Stone to join me so we could be there for parents and for families who would now be together at home for the first time in a long time or ever to be together for that long. Um, I have about 20 years as a business and life coach and Michelle has been an artist and an art teacher and art curator for about 20 years. And she's a therapeutic art life coach. And, um, We've been having conversations that have crossed the board between um, dealing with trauma, dealing with, um, well, talking about joy, talking about um, some, some about spirituality, talking about um, how you can be like show up more fully with your kids and how you can be more fully yourself and authenticity and meaningful conversations. And today we just, um, we wanted to talk about presencing ourselves. Um, we're at episode number 50. Um, to hear any of our joint podcasts, just go to joybaseliving.com and um, click on the word lioness. Or go to the search bar at the very bottom and either type in Lioness or type in episode 50. And you'll get to see some beautiful artwork. And maybe if if we mention some URLs, that'll be in the blog post as well. um, That will include this podcast. Um, I feel like that was kind of a choppy intro, Michelle. (laughs) Um, And and so, so Michelle and I were talking today about presencing ourselves and the reason we were talking about that is because we both have had a day or weeks or something the culmination of something to where today we're both feeling a little bit I would say maybe lightheaded a little bit loopy to where I'm like look I'm not gonna even turn the computer on so I can be fully present with you no typing in the background (laughs) you know just like here we are and and um and one of the things we were talking about was that it's okay to be where you are wherever you are and we could have said okay let's not do a podcast today which which would have been okay too um but we've committed to doing this for as long as it is feeling right to do it we want to be there for people during this time and we want to show up for ourselves as well And so what does it mean to presence yourself when you have a commitment to do something or, um, and and maybe you're feeling a little bit iffy about it, but you've committed, so you're going forward, or maybe you're healing from trauma and you're having emotional flashbacks. And so you need to like presence yourself, come back to your body, come back to yourself, um, And so we have a lot of practice around presencing ourselves. And part of the reason we have a lot of practice is because we constantly over the last few years have been 
pushing ourselves to take more risks in our lives and to be more of our authentic selves and to offer more of our authentic contribution in the world. And we're doing this with a group of other people. And it requires a constant presencing of ourselves with ourselves, with each other, with other people. And when we were talking about it, Michelle was like, oh, I have the perfect piece of artwork for that. Well, she didn't really say that. She Mm. just started reading it out loud to me and I didn't know what she was talking about. And then she was like, it's a painting, it's a painting. And I'm like, oh, someone's tired today. Um, Okay. (laughs) So, so, um, so she sent it to me and I was like, this is really beautiful. Um, so Michelle, what, what would, I know that when you said the word presencing, it was like, oh yeah, that's a really good idea. Um, what would you like mm-hmm. to share about it that, um, that has helped you that, um, you know, that continues to, to feed you when you, when you want to be more present, when do you use presencing kind of tools and, and what do you use? Um, so what I'm writing down what you just said, <laughs> what continues to feed you. Um, so what continues to feed me? Okay. So when I feel like I need to presence myself, there, there are lots of different ways. Um, one is when I've got too much mm-hmm. going on and I'm having a hard time prioritizing mm-hmm. it. Um, that's definitely one. Um, another time is when. I'm in the middle of doing something and I get a little distracted. Um, and so, you know, sometimes like, you know, you're, you're, um, you know, you're, you're in the thick of, of stuff that you've got to do. And so you're like, okay, I'm, I'm in the middle of it. What? And then suddenly you start to get a little distracted. And so for me, I, I like to try to presence myself and come back and be like, okay, you know, let me just finish this. Let me get this done. Um, there are moments of I like to presence myself first thing in the morning, like when I when I wake up and and I get going. I just you know I just, I, I do it over breakfast. I've talked about that many times, where um, where I pray, but I think my prayer is is part of of presencing because my prayer is is setting the intention for my day. So um, anytime that I just want to kind of take a moment. Um, one of our, what keeps coming up to me is, um, one of our fellow joy based living members, Claudia Dosse, uh, t- has, has just recently actually came out on, um, Instagram with a form of meditation. What do you remember what it's called? Where you yes, cover your eyes and your like ears? The bee, the bee hum. It, that's not the right word, but it's like humming like a bee, the bee buzz, the bee hum, something like that. <laughs> Yeah, so if you take your two hands and you palms open and you place them in front of your face and you take your your um uh pointer, middle, ring and pinky on both sides and you put them over your eyes and then you take your thumbs and you put them over your ears. And you press ears. slightly so you can't hear anything, you know, so that you close your ears a little bit. Yeah. Yep. So, so, so your eyes are completely closed and your ears are completely closed and take a deep breath and just hum. Mm. 
And, you know, and, and so, and when I first saw her do that, I was like, I, no, I think it was on TikTok. And then it went over to Instagram and, and everything else. And so I did that like two or three times. And it was just so amazing. It was, it completely grounded me. It completely centered me. It, it helped me. And so when, when we say the word presencing, it's like being in the moment. Quite often we're caught up in, you know, thinking about what we've got to do or what mm. we've already done. And, you know, the, whether we did it perfectly or whether we didn't do it perfectly or somebody said something about something or this or that, you know, there's like all these different variables. And so when we're caught up in the past, we're currently not thinking about the, the present moment. When we're caught up in the future of all the, the things in our to-do list, um, we're still not caught up in the moment. And the only time that we really have is this very moment. And so, you know, so that's what we mean by presencing, like getting your mind to just kind of focus on the absolutely right here, right now. And so taking your hands and putting them over your eyes and your thumbs to your ears and pressing down a little bit and closing your ears a little bit and humming will literally bring you back to it's a It's actually moment. really cool. Um, I can't do it right now because I have a headset on, but like I can, I was doing it with just my eyes closed. Because it creates like a buzzing sound inside your head. And it like yeah. reverberates. Your own voice reverberates your yeah. whole body. So that I thought was really cool. Um, another thing that I like to presence, I, I like to use Wait a minute, to wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's, if let's, let's, give, let's give a listener a moment, like, like 10, 20 seconds to do that. Okay. Because, let, and maybe we do it together with them. Let's take three breaths. Of, of humming okay. and what I'll do is I'll close my eyes and cover my eyes but I, I can't close my ears because my headset's on and and how mm-hmm. about if you lead us in like three hums and so we can do we can do it right now and if somebody's listening like while you're driving like just just hum for right now with us obviously don't close your eyes and ears while you're driving <laughs> yeah that no 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 that wouldn't be good yourself. that would just be really stupid um Oh my god! I was trying to make a presidential joke, like like drinking bleach. Okay, I couldn't. I couldn't hold back. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't control myself. I think I have like Tourette's. No, I don't. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah, laughter brings know. me to the present moment. Oh yeah, you know, and a lot really of times my jokes are very inappropriate, so I don't get on the funny streak like publicly because I could be very offensive, which could be shocking to some people. But anyway, um, go ahead and lead us into the bee buzzing, girl. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right. So again, so let me just make sure that you know you're sitting down on your bottom. You've got, I like to always make sure that there's something covering my back. So, or that my back is up against the wall or I have a a high chair there or something. That way I don't have to worry about, not that anyone's going to come behind me, but that way I just don't have to worry about that kind of thing. Let's just talk about that for a second. What happens is the body actually feels safer. It's it's something from our caveman days that you don't put your back to the entrance of the cave. And so if you have a wall behind you where you can have that wall be behind you instead of in front of you, you don't, mm-hmm. don't put your back to the door, put your back to the wall if you have a choice. If you don't, don't worry about it. But right. it does create the body, the body responds 
by feeling a little bit safer. I call it the mafia boss seat in a restaurant and I always pick it. I do. I didn't know why for years. And I'm like, maybe I'm just like really bossy. Like I always like to sit in a place where I can see the room. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. I don't like my back to the room. I oh and I always like to see where the exits are. It's like I'm like, what am I in the FBI? Like what like I don't know. I always, it's funny that you say that because I always, to me, the exit sign is always associated where oh, the restroom is. Oh, you, you like to know where the and restroom is. And I like to, is. yeah, because after dinner, I like to go wash my hands. I know that we have, we all have napkins and everything, but I really like that to just go wash funny. my hands and just, it's just my thing. But um, yeah, so Debbie's right. And so, you know, if you have your back you're, um, against a wall or a high chair or, you know, just make sure that that part of of you is secure Mm -hmm. against something and so then put both of your Mm -hmm. feet flat on the floor and take your two hands and put them out in front of you and so you're going to take the the fingertips and put them Mm -hmm. on your eyes and you're going to press gently Mm -hmm. yeah gently we're not poking any anybody's Mm -hmm. eyes out or anything and then we take our thumbs and we wrap them around Mm -hmm. and we put them in our ears and then I'm going to just completely embarrass myself, but just nobody say anything <laughs> bad, please. <laughs> anyway, okay. So ready? And then we just take a deep breath. And then we hum. And again. And one more time. supposed to be silent but that just that does feel so good thank you that was nice oh, that was welcome. like like it like a little like it felt like a bath mm, yeah it did how cool i don't I know i'm eyes. opening mine and it looks i feel like <sighs> i just woke up in the morning where everything's fuzzy <laughs> that's kind of cool that's really cool thank you thank you claudia so yes thank you claudia so if you um if you did that with us, please leave a message. Please like, you know, at the end after you after the you've listened to the whole thing or whatever, just leave us a little note and tell us what you thought of that because that mm-hmm. felt really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So presencing ourselves. So one of the ways to do that, yes, is through like a, a meditation that, like that that brings you to your body and exercise that brings you to your body. Um, sometimes Mm -hmm. people think that like, um, dancing or actual body movement can bring you back to your body. I I think Mm -hmm. that it can, but if you're like having like an emotional flashback, um, which Mm -hmm. means you're, you're kind of not fully present, then the actual body movement doesn't do the trick. 
because what's happening right. is that there are feelings that are wanting to be felt that you're running from. And so one of the things that I do to presence myself, I didn't expect to say this today, Michelle, um, but it's actually one of my favorite <laughs> things to do that those who know me, um, I've encouraged them to practice it as well within my circle is I have a, a, a Kindle book called Letting Go by David Hawkins. And if I'm, whatever I'm feeling, um, I'll, and I have it also on audio and on, in a paperback, obviously I really like the book. Um, but I use the Kindle book to name what, to help me name what I'm feeling and then explore it so that it can, it can have a release. So if I'm feeling like the other day I was feeling impatient and like the chapters in the book are categorized by feeling states. And so each chapter is like a really rich, I, I love moss. It's like a really rich flavor of moss for whatever that feeling is. <laughs> and, and I expected to land with that word uh, when I put it into the search bar, I expected it to put me into the chapter on, um, on pride because pride is real sneaky and sometimes I'm feeling prideful and I don't even realize it. And then when I do realize it and I, I come, I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's what I'm feeling. Then I can let it go. And then I, I become more present because I'm, I'm not, I'm not like trying to hide a feeling from myself. And when I looked up impatient, it landed me in the chapter on anger and I was like, oh, my God, that's so obvious. Like, like so a lot of times when I do finally look it up, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's so obvious. And um, it just happened to be a week where I was processing a lot of a lot of anger. I'm not this week, thank God. Um, but part of what <laughs> the corona stuff has brought up is, like, feeling states that don't all make sense. And when a feeling doesn't make sense to me, a lot of times I associate it with stages of grief because grief right. hits us in different ways. And if you think about the stages of healing grief, there's like, you know, you go from shock to uh, the last one is acceptance, but you go from shock to anger, to bargaining, to acceptance. Like there's four or five, those are like the four mm -hmm, basic mm -hmm. stages. And so I know the week before that, when I'm looking at it in the bigger picture, the week before that I was feeling a lot of sadness. So interesting. And, and the, and the, yeah. the order of feelings isn't necessarily in order. You can go through anger immediately. Um, you can have acceptance right. and all of a sudden you're like bargaining again, or you're going back to sadness or whatever it is. Um, but I found in that moment when I looked up impatience and I saw anger, I was like, okay. And then through listening, then I pressed play. Cause I have like the, it's like a Kindle whisper sync where you can just like press play in the book. If, if you have, uh, if a book allows you to do that. And, um, and I just listened to the chapter on anger and I felt like, like a pressure cooker where um, the, the release valve was taken off the top of it. Oh, you know, wow. It's like, okay. Oh, and, and, I, and I think if we think about presencing the word itself, sometimes people go, there's no such word as that. Well, there is now. 
Um, I've heard it for a few years and I've used it for a few years. Um, and, and so I think, I, I think the word is a little bit weird only because it's a lack of presence that causes us to need presencing. So, you know, it's, oh, it's yeah. stuffing my feelings of anger and not wanting to feel them because they're so uncomfortable that causes me to have to come to terms with the fact that I'm feeling angry. Because if I don't mm-hmm. come to mm-hmm. terms with it, then it stays inside of me and it, it, it just kind of, it churns. It's the, it does its thing and then it catches me by surprise and all of a sudden I have an outburst when I'm with a friend of mine. So presencing part of it is um, being present to what I'm feeling at any given moment. And, um, and when I'm present to what I'm feeling, then I also know what my needs are. Like today, even with you, Michelle, in our pre-call, we didn't have a long pre-call, but it was really clear that we were like, we were both a little fuzzy and that what we really Mm -hmm. needed from each other was like, to just be okay with not being hugely productive. And then as soon as I think I was the one who said it and you were like, Oh my God, that feels so good. Like, like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting. We're talking about presencing and I keep talking about releasing. It's almost like the, when the releasing happens, the releasing of resistance happens then we're more available to each other. And we already agreed that these podcasts were going to be like our underlying lesson underneath them was going to be no self-judgment. Just show up, just show up. Right. Like, like when you live in a village, which we're used to at a body embodied ancient ancestral level, you like, you just know that your village, your village people are there. Like they're just there. And when we have social isolation, and we're living so much on our own. It, like, yeah. I, one of the things that makes me passionate about doing these these podcasts is just simply being there. Yep. Not doing it perfectly. Not always having a perfect purpose for each one. But maybe the underlying purpose is saying, hey, we're here. You're not alone. We're here. And, and if you're feeling right. a little loopy or you're feeling purposeless or you're feeling a little bit like, you know, not so clear exactly on your journey today, right now, or maybe for the last few weeks or maybe for the last few years, like, uh, you know, we've all been there, you know, it's okay. It's, it's like permission to show up anyway. Right. Um, permission right. to be. Yeah. It's it's funny because at the very beginning when we started our pre-call and we came upon this um you had mentioned that you wanted to do an embodiment med- meditation. Mm-hmm. And then I said okay, I'll, you know, we'll do that and then Let's just like tie it into presencing. And so the embodiment meditation, a lot of the time is about 
tuning into our body, but also letting go of, you know, like all the little tensions, all the little, the the parts that like itch or scratch or, or want to shift or, you know, just like letting our body just like paying attention to it instead of going, 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 or, you know, do whatever it is that we do. And so... Yeah, and, and, and I think um, doing Claudia's buzzing meditation kind of released some of that mm-hmm. stuff, too. Well, would you like a little bit of an embodiment meditation? Yeah, we could totally do that. Do you, do you feel like When you, you said it? it, I almost cried. I was like, oh, my God, I could so enjoy one of those right now. Um, <laughs> yes, I would love to share. Yeah. And when, the thing about it is when I share it, I always receive so much. So, um, yeah, let's just, I always say, let's make this a short one. And then sometimes it ends up 15 minutes, but I think we'll make like a five minute one of this one. We'll aim for that. Okay. Um, just so people can situate your, you know, situate yourself accordingly for the next few minutes to just, Be in a place where you can close your eyes if you want to. That would be a gift that you give yourself during an embodiment meditation. But you don't have to close your eyes for this. So the first part of an embodiment meditation is simply to notice the breathing and the breath that is moving in and out of your body right now. And just notice how it moves in and out. It's such a simple thing to do. And also gently notice, gently, gently notice the, any, any details about your breath, like the depth. Are you breathing deeply or shallow? And the pace. Are you breathing quickly or slowly or medium? Just notice it. And the thing about noticing the breath with no agenda, no agenda, just the noticing is that it's an act of honoring. Whenever you notice something with the gaze of your kind, gentle, loving attention, That is one of the greatest gifts you can give to anybody or anything in the world. And so when you notice your breath moving in and out without trying to do anything or figure anything out or fix anything or produce anything, you're just noticing the breath. One of the things that happens for me every single time I do this embodiment meditation, just this part of it, is that the breath in its activity actually shifts to make itself more comfortable. And I don't know why, but it still surprises me each time. It's almost like if, if you're like a parent and there's a little kid 
and they're coloring by themselves and then you walk into the room and you look at them and they shift a little bit in their seat because you walked in you know like there's a level of attention there's a level of shift that happens when you give something or someone attention and then I notice when I bring that same gaze that same loving attention without any agenda without any looking for anything just bringing that sweet gaze the way that you would gaze toward an infant or at a or a puppy or a kitten that you were holding you just gaze at it you gaze that way toward your body your whole body in its wholeness and if there are any parts of your body that are are looking for extra attention just offer those parts of your body, again, a gentle gaze with no agenda whatsoever. And just notice that I'm being very loose and general in my language, and that's very much on purpose. We live in a culture that is very articulate about naming our pain and pointing it out, and what you focus on grows. And so when you focus on gentle, loving attention and giving yourself the gaze of gentle, loving attention, what I've noticed in myself, even right now, again, I've done this so many times, um, my body has shifted into a different position. Sometimes the, sh the shifts are very minor, like micro movements of my shoulders. Um, but like in this case, I shifted position where I'm sitting, completely shifted position. And what this shows me is that if my body and my breath can adjust itself and make itself more comfortable without my trying to figure anything out, because I'm giving it the attention of a loving gaze, then what happens when I give that same loving gaze to other areas of my life and to other people in my life? And it gives me a sense of trust that the universe really does know what it's doing. And that for all of our training and conditioning that tells us we need to fix things and figure things out and problem solve, that maybe life is smarter than that. And, and I, sometimes, you know, I don't wish for us to have a more religious society. I'm glad that we don't. I'm glad that we've come to a place of more independence than that. However, there are pieces of religion, components of religion that I really miss us having like as a, as a species. And I think one of the things that comes with it is a sense of trusting life because if God's in charge, God's in charge, someone else is doing it. Like, like there's a feeling of like, oh, I'm off the hook. I think one of the things that happens from being too smart and too independent and too logical is that you feel like the world is on your shoulders. And when I do an embodiment meditation like this, I become both, I become simultaneously more relaxed and more present at the same time. Like kind of the way you'd want to be before playing a sport. 
or before entering a negotiation conversation or before joining a good friend for dinner um, so that you could have like, like if you don't become present, one of the risks is that you're going to end up having a conversation just based on, you're just going to spurt out whatever news of the day is versus how can I have the richest and most beautiful conversation with this human being? Well, if I'm focused on, if I'm present with myself, then I can be present with them. And if, if I know they care about being present with themselves, then they're going to be present with me. And that's what leads to the most beautiful conversations. And even today, Michelle, we're on, we're on episode number 50 of, of our podcast. And um, it's shocking to me. I don't even know how we got here. I honestly don't. Um, and, and I'm like, in this episode, I would have wanted both of us to be like more on the stick when we started and more like blah, 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 episode 50. And we just weren't there. But I can, I can tell you for sure. I don't know how you're feeling right now. And I'd love for you to share honestly, whatever it is. Um, like right now in this moment, I'm actually feeling more relaxed and more present than when we started and that feels like a huge gift it feels like a huge gift to self and so that's that's the essence of an embodiment meditation and every time I do one for um my group of people at joy-based living it's always it always has a different facet it's like a diamond it always has a different and they're like oh my god that was really cool and I just never know what's gonna come out in each one but that's that's the heart of it. You just you become, you, you offer your gentle, loving gaze to your breath and then your body. And you, you, you just, you hold space for yourself. And it's, it's just a gift. It's a gift. It's just a gift, beautiful gift. So um, that's an embodiment meditation. Thank you for letting me share it with you. <laughs> I know and usually we're beautiful. on zoom when we do this and so it takes about like everybody so I can <clears throat> see like everybody has their eyes closed right now Michelle and I are on on anchor podcast and so we can't see each other but I know from experience that like I always have to say okay everybody you can keep your eyes closed for as long as you want to. And now let's bring our sense of appreciation to the physical arena. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like the chair that you're sitting on or the bed that you're sitting on or the couch that you're on, or maybe you're standing up and let's bring our gentle loving gaze to each other's eyeballs and to the fact that we're all here together. <laughs> And usually it takes like about 30 and look, we weren't even in it for that long. I mean, this was less than 10 minutes, you know? Right. And, right. And so you, the same thing just happened just now. And I'm like, Oh, I know that face. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and the thing is, is that I was like, wait, I think she just asked me a question, but I'm so in it. I don't know what the question right? is. now. <laughs> right. Right. You know, and, and so, and, so I'm wondering how, how you're, um, I'm wondering if you're feeling 
um, a little bit more relaxed and or a little bit more present since we started our conversation today, since we started our podcast. I'm definitely feeling more relaxed um, and more present. Yeah. Yeah. Def- def- more present than re- or more relaxed than present. It just uh, present is. Um, I'm just thinking, you know, like when we first started, we were present, but a little foggy. And so now I'm present, but not foggy. Yes. Does that make yes. sense? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so okay. You, your, your mind is a little bit sharper without feeling really energized, but it's just a right. little bit clear, like, like the waves have calmed down. Or, or the fog right. has lifted yeah. some, but it wasn't like a negative fog. You know, it was just like, oh, no, but was... I, I think the mind loves clarity. And so even just, mm-hmm. just have a little bit more clarity feels good. Oh, yeah, you know? absolutely. And, and so I love how gentle that is. And I love how gentle we're being with each other. Like you and mm-hmm. I kind of never know where our conversations are going to actually land, you know? And, no, we don't. And right now I find myself like in the, in my imagination sitting on, on like a, a rocky grassy bank next to either the ocean or a big lake. And, and, and like okay. the fog is just lifted. It's a calm moment. I feel good. I feel at ease. And if we came here today to talk about presencing, I certainly feel more present than I did before. You do a little bit. You feel more relaxed. You're coming. To, you, you're coming to the end of a day where this is like the middle of my day. And so, right. how nice yeah. is that? And I, I think this would be a nice place, um, a nice moment for you to. Um, to look at the painting that you created with um, with a few affirmations, maybe talk about the painting a little bit and why you created it, and then read out loud okay. some of the affirmations so that we can, um, look, I feel like when we're in a re- really relaxed place, then whatever mm-hmm. words we plant into that space have room to grow mm-hmm. more than when we're not in a relaxed place. And so oh, yeah. this could be a really yeah, nice yeah, yeah. moment for anybody who's listening to just go, Oh, okay. I wonder what's going to be planted now. Let's, let's see, let's go with it. <laughs> so I've been doing, um, I started this series when we started joy based living and I did it with, um, with with like five different colors thalo green thalo blue thalo gold um magenta thalo, uh mm-hmm. deoxine purple and thalo mm-hmm. violet yeah. Um, yeah i love the thalos and so this particular piece it just i i came across some because i do a lot of mixed media so i'll incorporate whatever into a painting and um and I came across a 
what are those called? The the scrapbooking paper that had some had some like cursive words on it, and one was like "You are beautiful," and so I thought, oh, okay. So I looked at it, and there's there's the um, the the four main quotes on it were just. 12 inches wide, which is the width of the paintings that I did all of these on. So one is, you are perfect. One says, love you so. One says, you are beautiful. And then, I am grateful. And so, I think that those are just very, you know, just letting us know that we are perfect exactly as we are. Mm -hmm. That, um, you know, it's it's important to accept ourselves for for who we are at any point in the game, at any point in our lives, just because we're doing the best that we can with the information that we have. Um, I also think that we are all beautiful. Uh, we're all unique, incredible individuals doing, you know, just we're, we're here and we're all here for a reason. Um, grateful gratitude. I know that we touched on that a couple of podcasts ago, but I just, I really like to spend time in gratitude. It just feels really, really good. So those are the, the main ones on the outside. And then to just kind of read um, some of the ones that are, uh, that's, that's the first layer. So then there's one, two, three, four, four more layers. Um, so I'll just read a couple of them. I am empowered um, I am loyal to my truth. Um, I live honest. I live honestly and with integrity. I am forthright. I am courageous. Um, I was put here on this earth for a reason. And uh, this time, and I am going to express it to the world. Um, I embrace me. Uh, let me see. I already said I'm courageous. I am committed to my growth and my success. I honor myself. I respect myself. I think that's most of them. I speak my thoughts openly and with vulnerability because in speaking my truth, I take up yes. space. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. So, um, this, this painting will be on the, on the podcast. So, if you want to see it, just go to Joy Base Living. Um, the hashtag lioness uh, look for number 50 so that's what yeah. episode we're on thank you thank you for the mantra and for sharing your art I'm wondering um, from our listeners what are some of the ways that you like to presence yourself or, or was there a way that we shared today that really stands out to you like, you can go with the question either way um Yeah. Do you feel complete, Michelle? I feel complete. I do. I'm actually writing down our question. 
What are some of the ways that we that you yeah. present How yourself? How do you like to present yourself? Is there something that we didn't share today? And I know we, we certainly didn't cover a ton of ways. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah. What do you like to do to presence yourself to make yourself more fully here in the moment? Um, so I guess okay. I'll do our outro. Yes. Um, yes, my name work. is Debbie Thank Happy you. Cohen. In case you came in in the middle, I am being co-hosted here by Michelle Stone. You can find us at joybasedliving.com. You can click Lioness in the main menu, or you can go to the search bar at the bottom and type in episode 50 or type in Lioness and our blog posts will come up and each one of them contains the specific podcast Um, We want to thank you for being with us on this journey and thank you for your likes and your comments and your shares and um, thank you for being part of our community. We appreciate, we appreciate you being with us. We appreciate creating a new normal in our world, even as we're in a self-quarantine mode, even as we're in a retreat mode, even as we're in a mode of uncertainty and not knowing to be able to stand with each other and be together and um, have actually generate a more positive experience for ourselves on purpose. Um, That's something that is much more powerfully done together than it is alone. So thank you for being with us and for adding your presence and your voices to our journey. Absolutely. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. Congratulations on our episode number 50. Yay.